Parshas Mekates is the Parsha of dreams. Parah has a dream and gathers all of the professional dream interpreters from across the land in an attempt to solve his mysterious dream. However, the Pasik says, None of the so-called experts are able to interpret his dream. They all give him different versions on how to decipher his dream, but Pari isn't satisfied. He then summons Yosef from prison to interpret his dream. Pari was so fascinated and impressed with Yosef's interpretation, he turns to his cabinet members and says, Have you ever met such an amazing person? This man has the Spirit of God within him. He then tells Yosef, I never met someone that is so wise and understanding like you. Pari goes on and appoints him as the Viceroy of Mitzrayim. Asked the Beis Yisrael, why was Paris so blown away with Yosef's version of his dream? The other pundits gave similar interpretations to his. So where in Yosef's interpretation did he see so much Chachmah? And why was he so impressed with him to make him the vice president of Mitzrayim? So the Gary Rebbe says something really profound. He says, Pari wasn't impressed with what Yosef said. He was impressed with what he didn't say. Every so-called Egyptian dream interpretation expert, when called upon, immediately had an explanation and an interpretation for Pari's peculiar dream. However, when Pari presented Yosef with the dream, the first word out of his mouth was, Baladai. I don't know. Dream interpretation? That's handled by Hashem. When Pari heard that, he was so amazed, he thought, I finally found someone that doesn't think he knows everything. So it wasn't Yosef's actual dream interpretation that impressed Pare. It's what he said immediately after Pare asked him to interpret the dream. Baladai. We can never be sure of anything. The only thing that is a certainty is a lekimiana. Hashem answers everyone's call. Yosef had experienced enough in his life to know that it's all orchestrated by Hashem. Later on in the parsha, Yosef continues to demonstrate the same principle. He ascends the great heights and becomes the second in command in Mitzrayim. He gets married and he has his first son. He names him Menashe and he says, Hashem has made me forget all my hardship and my father's entire household. So on the surface, it's hard to understand Yosef's intent of giving this name. Yosef Atzadik, this righteous individual who when the wife of Patifa tried to seduce him, he triumphed only because he drew strength from the image of his father, is now saying he has forgotten them all and he's grateful for it? How is it possible to be so insensitive? How is it possible that Yosef, who was so close to his father, he grew up as his Ben Zekunim, could possibly rise to greatness and not only forget about his family, but actually name his oldest son Menashe to emphasize that message? How do we understand that? So the Sefer Akeda suggests that Yosef didn't mean to say, I have literally forgotten them. What he meant to say was, I have chosen to forget. I decided to forget the animosity, the conflict and the enmity. I have chosen to forget the fact that I was abandoned by my own brothers, thrown into a pit and sold into slavery and all the difficulties I experienced. By giving the name Anasha, Yosef was saying, I will look back on my childhood and choose to remember only the love and affection and the good times I enjoyed, as I understand that all the hardship and all the torment I endured was all orchestrated by Hashem. Perhaps we find this idea in Hilchas Chanukah. When we say Berch Samazah in Darin Chanukah, we include the tefillah of Alanisim. What if someone forgets to say Alanisim? 
The halacha is, he does not have to repeat benching. However, if he remembers that he forgot to say Alanisim before he completes benching, he can make it up by saying a special harachman. The nusach of that harachman is a very powerful tefillah. Harachman hu yasa lonunisim. Hashem, please do miracles for us. Kemoisha sisal avasenu bayom Just like you did for our ancestors in the past. And the question is, how can we formulate a tefillah where we ask for miracles? We have a principle, ain't We are not supposed to ask Hashem to perform miracles for us. So the Sherlamaishiv says something incredible. He says Hanukkah has different rules. During the rest of the year, when Hashem runs the world naturally, we are not supposed to ask Hashem to reverse the laws of nature. We ask Him to help us in the standard natural way the world operates. However, during the days of Hanukkah, the world operates on a system above nature. Since that is the norm during these days, we're allowed to ask Hashem even for open miracles. And the question is, why is it only when we forget to say Alanisim do we ask for miracles in this special Arachman? When one recites the standard text of Alanisim, there's no mention of asking for miracles. So what about the person that remembered to say Alanisim? He doesn't get miracles performed for him? So I saw an unbelievable answer. It is only when one forgets that he has to take the additional step and ask for miracles. However, when someone says Birchus HaMazim properly, it is unnecessary for him to ask Hashem for miracles. He will receive them automatically, because Chanukah is a time for miracles. Truly incredible. When we have the faith to say Baladai, like Yosef HaTzadik said, and understand that we are not in control, and we say Alekimiana, it's up to Hashem, then Hashem will perform miracles for us, even without us asking for them. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.